Hi, welcome to the podcast. My name is Elijah Stevens. And today what I want to talk about is I think we're doing apologetics backwards. I think we're doing it wrong. And I think part of it is something that I found myself doing. Um, when I was younger, I used to have these fantasies as an apologist of having an argument so convincing that I could give it to a Richard Dawkins or a Christopher Hitchens when he was alive or Samuel Harris, and they would just fall to their knees and say, God exists and I've seen him in your argument and I know it's real and I can't deny the truth and they're in tears and they repent and give their lives to Jesus. And then after that, I cared about the church and way after that, I thought, well, maybe I should do this stuff for myself. Maybe I should read it for myself. And I think that's backwards. I think it's very unhealthy. I think it's toxic. I think it'll make you a propagandist rather than a a scholar. Um, The proper way, I think, to do apologetics is for yourself alone and to push pause on those other two groups and realize that you have questions about the Christian faith and to start to seek answers for those. Um, One of the healthiest things I think Christians can do is make a list of all of their questions. You know, did Jesus rise for the dead? How do I know if God exists? Is the Bible historically accurate? How can we have a good God in an evil world? And write those down. What about dinosaurs and evolution? And did Noah really live through a worldwide flood? Do miracles happen today? Write them down and rank them in the order of importance to you. And then go and start seeking answers. Um, I recommend doing it in this order reading four or five books uh, by Christians on that particular topic and four or five books after that by secularists. Um, then take what you've learned, process through it, um, You know, keep good notes. I always tell people you want an external brain when you're doing apologetics. So try and get everything on one topic in maybe a, a Word document or a Google Doc. And think through what you believe and why. Because this is the reality. You get one life and you can either spend it um, believing in a fairy tale, whether that fairy tale is Christianity or naturalism. Uh, You need to decide for yourself. You need to look at the evidence. But... You need to align yourself with whatever reality is. And so, if not, your heart will betray yourself. And so, once you've done that, then you start wrestling through stuff. And you go, well, what do I think is more likely the case on this point or that point? And you make yourself work through um, what you're reading until you form your own thoughts. 
clearly, succinctly, and you can say, this is what I believe and why. And then you go, and I would recommend, if you're a believer, to go and talk to safe, smart, mature Christians. By mature, I mean they live the teachings of Jesus about your conclusions and get feedback and adapt if if you need to, maybe their feedback is better than what you've concluded. And then also talk to skeptics. Talk to people who don't believe what you do. And maybe their feedback is better than what you thought. Or maybe you will convince them. Maybe you will convince your smart Christian friend that you're right about something. But if you do that over time, you have a better chance of grasping reality. And then once you believe what you believe, you can start taking it public. And if you're an apologist, I suggest sharing it with the church, helping build them up. Um, A lot of Christians don't know what they believe or why they believe it, and then move to a more secular audience. Um, Because... I think we are in need of people to think critically who are Christians. And so I hope this helps you on your journey. And if you don't know where to start this process, I suggest for every Christian to study the resurrection. Because Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 says, If Jesus did not rise from the dead, then our faith is useless. And so you need to know. Know that you know. Imagine the person you love the most in the world and a Muslim has kidnapped that person and said, if you do not deny Christ, I will cut their head off. How confident are you that the resurrection occurred? Are you willing to give up your wife's life, your child's life, your your best friend? Um because you're so confident that you think Jesus is alive that to deny it would be a sin. And if you're not there, then I highly recommend starting there. Because what studying the resurrection does is it eliminates intellectual doubt as an option for why you don't live the teachings of Jesus And then you're faced with psychological doubt or sin as your only options. And so it forces upon you the duty to live your worldview more consistently once you've worked through the hard questions for yourself. And so the purpose of apologetics, I think, for the church is if we can eliminate our intellectual questions um, as reasons for why we don't live the faith, it actually makes us and compels us toward living life for God because we realize it is our own heart. It is our own reason that we don't live this. It's not because we're not sure. But if you're intellectually lazy, you'll never become someone that can live the faith very radically. And so I hope this helps. Tune in next time for more.